Hey, sorry about that. No worries at all. Fucking gay. Um, how do I want to do this? Uh, I guess I'll get out on the highway and I'll, well, that'll be loud. Anyway, I like fucking stayed because she's like, no, you don't have to go. And then they're, I don't know, they're bitching at their kids and fucking yelling and shit. And I'm like, well, it's podcast time. And they're like, well, you're just going to hear us in the background. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking kind of not cool anymore. <laughs> that's not what we're going for. <laughs> not anymore. Not that we, but I like, I could have left an hour and a half ago and been home like right at this time to do it with you. Yeah. But now I can't really hop on a bus and do it. Cause I don't sound like shit too. So I get to walk around and fucking minus eight. Oh, that's just spectacular. I don't know. They're, Running out of money and they're getting shitty about it. Fuck, I'm out of money for like three weeks. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a happy month. Mm. Well, you've already you. Have, well, you get you get money every month though, right? Yeah, I get it on the twenty or on the nineteenth. Oh, you get it at the end of every month. Yeah. Oh shit. The third week, the third Wednesday of every month. I guess that makes sense instead of doing it at the beginning of the month to do it at the end of the month so that everybody pays rent if they can. That's the point. It just sucks because, like, um, they give it to you early for Christmas. So the stretch to the end of January sucks. And then then you blow all your money in January and then February fucking sucks. (laughs) So it's like... Fucking, I don't know. It's just dumb. I could have been smarter with money, I guess, but I didn't really spend anything crazy. It was just that trip back to Vancouver for the operation sucked. Yeah. Well, looks like I might end up back there pretty quick anyway. My mom's getting pretty antsy. What's she getting antsy about? Fuck, she hasn't wanted to be around since I was 17. She doesn't really want me around now. It's just, this, I, she just, I don't know, she's weird about, like, times, like, I told her it'd be, I needed two or three months to get my shit together, she's already asked twice, like, when I was leaving, I'm like, dude, it's been, hasn't even been a month. Wow, she is just a spectacular person. Oh, she's good, she's great, hang on, gotta turn you off of it. Yeah, I can't find the Twitter, the link anymore. I'll have Twitter goes so fast that if you don't save shit, it just, just, yeah, it's still there. It'll just, it'll take me forever to sift through shit and find it. Uh, But I will. It was, it was not their podcast. I heard it was like this other podcast where two guys had found it and they were talking about it and playing clips from it. I still can't believe that. Like I, I found that, like, so like I did a little bit of searching on that on Map, yeah. which is what you said, and they're they're basically well according to their thing is they're not necessarily like they're pro pedophile only in the sense that they don't believe in touching or harming a child. 
So it's a matter of how do they deal and cope with the day-to-day life when you have these desires. That's not the shit that I heard. <laughs> well, that's what's listed on their page. That's yeah. How they I had to stop listening. Oh, really? Yeah, I had to turn it off, and it was a fucking woman. A woman pedophile, really? Yeah. She was describing how, well, I'll tell, I'll tell it again on the show, but she was describing how uh, it started with kissing her son's boo-boos. And then uh, one day he, like, zipped, he zipped himself. So she had to kiss his boo-boo, and that's where it started. And I was just like, fuck, that's enough right there. <laughs> wow. I didn't even want to get to the rest of their clips yet. Oh, my God. That's the thing that exists in the world. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and it brings up the dark side of podcasting, really. Because you can talk about whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Which, you know, we all sort of know, but still. Right. I just can't, I mean, I'm, I'm always stunned about when something like that, when they actually, like, advertise it. That's the thing they really get. Yeah. It is right fucked. When I thought that you guys listening to it, I can't tell, like... Their podcast was pretty questionable, too. Um, like, I guess they were trying to be funny, but they, like, did this skit where a kid was reading the alphabet and he forgot P, and then they just fucking beat him and peed on him. Oh, my, really? Yeah, it was, like, supposed to be funny. It really wasn't. It's like this kid crying and getting peed on by two grown men. Like that's that's not funny. No, that's funny in the eighties. <laughs> but this sounded like violent. Like it it wasn't goofy. Oh really? My God. Which I get it. That's you know that's what Spike and Mike's kind of used to be too. Was just horrible shit. Like South Park was the good stuff. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty rough to listen to. Um, And then Christina turned up her music. She's like, I can't hear that anymore. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) I don't know. She's a weirdo, too. Anyway. I guess we should get started. I don't have my notes handy because I'm walking. I don't know how much further I'm going to make it because it's fucking cold. Uh, I have... Oh, shit. I'm going to be out of breath, too. I didn't bring a drink. Shit. I'm all fat now. I can't walk like I used to. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking 195 pounds. Holy shit, dude. That's big that's for a, me. I was going to say, that you're, you're up like what? Like almost 30 pounds? Yeah, that's at the hospital they weighed me last week. Holy crap. I guessed myself at like 170. I had no idea. I've never been that 
big. That's my not since I was little. <laughs> That's craziness. So I'm gonna be out of breath. We might hear some traffic, but it won't be that bad. We've done worse. No, that we definitely have. That's okay. Uh, okay. Uh, the fourth, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Hi there. Happy Tuesday. It's February the 4th, 2020, and I'm Eric talking at you from a very goddamn cold Kelowna, British Columbia, where I'm starting to think that I might suffer from CDO, which is exactly like OCD, but it's in the right order like it's fucking supposed to be. <laughs> I heard the first time I ever heard that guy's laugh. <laughs> You know you've got you know you've got truth <laughs> when you're you're correcting the spelling of it. <laughs> Can't take credit for that one. I just read it today and I thought it was fucking hilarious. How's it going, Gordon? I'm doing okay, my friend. Aside from freezing your nuts off, how you doing? Well, it's just like the good old days. I'm on the cold, noisy streets and. Walking around in circles, trying to figure out where I should go. Good times, good times. Exciting, exciting. It's been an exciting news day. I really hoped I could be home and doing a live version of this just to get people to weigh in on all the good stuff I've heard today. Well, there's, I mean, the biggest news, let's face it, is fucking State of the Union address. Yeah, that's... That's something. I know a lot of people planning on not turning up for it. Um, I don't even know if I'm even interested anymore. It's become such a, I don't know, this whole impeachment thing has just turned me off the topic completely. Well, I'll tell you this, that out of his entire speech, only two things got fact-checked that were wrong, and they weren't necessarily, neither one were actually wrong as much as, well, one of them, he's taking credit for something that, that he had nothing to do with, and right. the other one is, which is what he does. The other one is more of a promise, not a guarantee. Right. So, like, it, it's pretty... When it comes to Trump, this is probably the most factual thing he's ever said. I'm sure he had about 150 people standing in his office going, you better not fuck this one up. <laughs> and he's like, look what else, look at everything else I've done. I'm not fucking anything up. <laughs> but I knew if the impeachment didn't go through, he'd be out bragging, going, look how great my ratings are, and and even this hoax couldn't bring me down. And just shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got away with it. Just shut up now. <laughs> oh, so I didn't pay much attention to the State of the Union. Let me tell you what the State of the Union is, everybody. It's fucked. Yeah. It's falling apart. We are now all have front row seats to witness the decline of the American empire. And it's going to be fast and hard. 
it's the thing that people like me have been waiting for forever. It's, uh, I don't see a Democratic win in November changing much. I think that's just going to start even more problems for them. Um, not that I foresee a Democratic win in November anyway, but I don't see it solving any problems. Um, no, Trump's going to win and nothing will change. <laughs> Unfortunately. I just that everything's going to continue to keep changing. <laughs> he's, like a, he's like a bad villain from a video game where you, you hit him the wrong way and he just gets stronger. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's ridiculous. And every, every time one of these attacks on him fails, it just adds credibility to his bullshit with his fucking retard followers. Um, I know we have a large percentage of uh, uh, our audience is American. Hello, America. Welcome to the show. Uh, I would really like you guys to weigh in on what's going on in your country, how you feel about the state of your presidency. And uh, you can send an email directly to Eric and Gord at Trump is a sack of shit at Outlook.com. I'm surprised you were able to get that. I figured that would have been taken up long ago. Yeah, no, it was it was free. Trump is a sack of shit at Outlook.com. That's the new email for the next little while. If you want to weigh in on your presidency, also, you can go to the still being built, but now up and running, ericandgord.world. Uh, it's a new website. I've streamlined everything, so it's just the best American gourd. And once again, you can go there and leave up to a five-minute voice message for us if you want to have your say on our show, but you don't really want to talk to us. Just go to the contact page at ericandgord.world. Essential listening for survival in the 21st century. Fantastic. <laughs> thought you might like that. Uh, also, ericandgord.com. It it all links to the same website now, finally. Oh, so no matter which one it can find, it all sticks over to this one? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I'm trying to streamline all our stuff. Also, you can uh, follow us on Instagram now. And uh, Facebook is always a good place to go. Mm-hmm. To the at Eric and Gord Show Facebook page. And you guys have been doing great. Our numbers are way, way up. Our engagement is through the roof. Thank you for that. Uh, lots of nice likes and and uh, reviews. <laughs> good, good reviews. That I think that last one did wonders for us. Cause our numbers are way up. People can't wait to hear. Now, what, did you happen to see the response to that review? I did see that. That was uh, that was fantastic. It was quite the response. And uh, thank you. <laughs> Everybody, just keep keep right in. That's what counts. That's what keeps the show going. The more involved you are, the uh, the better we get, and the bigger we get, and the faster the more, I, Joe Rogan. <laughs> the faster we get Joe Rogan working for us. <laughs> and I do explain that on uh, Eric and Gord dot world, the plan. 
for Eric and well, Eric and Gordon Joe. What if we're right except for Joe? Which will be our show when we take over. That's it. I apologize, everyone, if you hear the way I'm breathing. It's because it's sub zero out here and I'm dying. Um, <laughs> so Trump sucks. Uh, I did want to just touch very briefly on the coronavirus and the non-story that continues to happen around the world. Although people, a lot of people are coming forward and saying it's not as bad as the flu. Shut up. Yeah, I would rather have that than the flu. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And uh, not, not to put too fine a point on it, but if you're not in Toronto or Vancouver, you don't stand a fucking chance of getting it. So shut up. <laughs> the numbers that did that I read today, they were just fantastic. They're the ones I've been waiting for. And by the way, visit our Facebook page and our website and uh, our Instagram and all that. And you can find the list I posted last night of the number of people around the world that die every single day. Uh, 470 is in the very, very low end of the people around the world that die every day. Since January 28th, over 3,400 people have died from Ebola. Why is that not news? <laughs> Since when, by the way, since January 28th. What? Really? Yes. Okay. I what? didn't realize the bowl was still that big of a deal. Why is that not news? In the Congo, fucking something around the world, like 1,400 people. I don't have the list in front of me anymore. You can check it out online. Uh, like 1,400 people or something like that die of fucking diarrhea every day. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Why is that not news? <laughs> Millions of people every fucking day all wishing they had coronavirus instead of whatever the fuck is killing them. So, it's just going to end. As I was talking to Gordon earlier, I mentioned the numbers that I read this afternoon. 80% of the people, that 470 people, 80% of them were over 60 years old, and 68% of those had a pre-existing condition, or they were in poor health to begin with. So basically, so it's basically, they were gonna die anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just, I can't, I, I can't, I don't understand what's going on, I do understand at this point that there's something we're not being told. There's no reason people should be freaked out about this. Yeah. I don't get it. I, I, I think I figured it out, by the way. I know a large part of it. You go ahead and tell me what you think, and I'll, I will I, add on. I think that this is China's test run to see how quickly a virus will spread so that they could take over the world. Because they know that if they eliminate a small percentage of their population in order to spread it around the world, they're good with those numbers. Oh, 100%. Not to mention, yeah. they've, they've got 3 million Muslims in, uh, like, basically concentration camps in China. They have no problem wiping out certain percentages of people to test shit on. Yeah. So that's my, that's what I think. I think China is... 
in the process of testing the waters for a super strain of something that they have created. Um, and they're just going to unleash the shit out of that within the next, I'm going to say five years so they can perfect it. Well, the same people who are unleashing it are going to be the same ones who in about a week from now are going to tell us not to panic and that it was all not to be panicked about. And don't worry. It's nothing. Uh, the, the cleanup crew is going to be out in full swing pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, now, whether China is doing it or not, it's very bad for the Chinese economy. It basically puts an end to the trade war because they are tanking huge. Yeah. Uh, this is ruining, this is billions gone in, in uh, money finance to China. So I don't know if it's them doing it to themselves or if someone else is just sick of their, the economic pressure they put on everyone around the world and they just said, hey, I got an easy way to get them to back off. So it's, it's really weird what's going on. It's something more than this fucking stiffles that everybody has. Though. I, just, I, I just, I'm, I just, I don't get this over sniffles. I just, I just don't understand. Well, so unfortunately it's, it's the way of the world. That's lovely. We're going to, have that for a while. <laughs> what the hell was that? That was a, uh, what do you call them, like a grader truck. Oh. <laughs> because there's like a foot of snow. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> What's even more funny is my belt broke this afternoon. So oh. I'm walking around trying to hold my pants. And the conversation at the same time. It's good times. It's ironic that that happened because my uh, one of my suspenders today got caught on a uh, on uh, a piece of machinery, and fucking uh, I ripped one of the fucking teeth out of it out. So I'm like, oh. So the one side of my pants were falling off, the other side was staying up. <laughs> I not, felt like an 80s rapper. <laughs> it is not warm enough to be pantsless in Kelowna at the moment. I think it's officially colder there than it is here right now. Yeah, it's like minus eight, something like that. It's pretty deadly. Vancouver's getting hit pretty hard too. Yeah, I so, think it's like uh, I think it's like minus one here. I did consider going home at one point, and I was like, "Fuck, they're just as bad as I am. I might as well stay here." <laughs> so coronavirus is stupid. Um, yeah. One thing that won't cure it is goop. The National Health Service has come out and said that Goop's new Netflix show poses a significant risk to public health. (laughs) What? They are on there preaching about uh, how sunscreen is toxic and don't use sunscreen. And and, uh, home enema kits are great and do home enemas. They're good for you. Whole enemas are not good for you. They're actually very bad. And there is no medically proven health benefits to cleansing your colon. Yeah. Uh, sunscreen's good. <laughs> it's got low levels of certain things in them. Uh, so does everything else. 
I will tell you from a fact that sunscreen is good. I'm a fucking ginger. Yeah, right? <laughs> if it wasn't for sunscreen, I would never be outside. <laughs> you know what's bad? Skin cancer. That's still very bad. That's very bad. It's That's much worse than anything sunscreen's going to do to you. <laughs> there is ah, it's this, these fucking people today where they find out it's the same as anti-vaxxers going, oh, there's mercury in your vaccines. They're the same people that say, oh, there's fluoride in the water. Yeah, there is. You would have to drink a fucking ocean full to be enough to affect you. <laughs> but but fluoride, but but <laughs> there's metals in sunscreen. Yes, there is. It says right on the fucking bottle. It's not a big secret. <laughs> Legit advertising. <laughs> and it's again in the doses that I don't know how much sunscreen you would have to apply before it registered in your body that these well, things like, accumulate. I'm telling you, I've been using that shit since I was a kid, and the answer to that is not a, uh, there is no number because it's not going to hurt you. I slather it on my kid every summer. She looks like a snowman. I put so much of that shit on her every summer. <laughs> you mean snow person? So I'm sorry. No, she's a snow woman. She's a little snow girl. <laughs> she very, very much identifies as a girl, and she. Right, she plays with girl Barbies and she does girl things. And a very attractive jogger almost killed me there, right there. <laughs> I heard the voice as she went by. She was very, very mean. She said, "Get the fuck out of the way!" And shoved me. <laughs> She's a jogger. She clearly knows nothing about life, anyway. She did none of those things. She was very pretty and sweet, and she apologized as she went by. Um. <laughs> But whatever. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> so don't listen to Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, oh, please don't. We have a very large health agency saying, don't listen to Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> that chick has got her head so far placed up her own ass. It, I, I just don't even understand how she breathes. I just don't get how people can subscribe to these freaks anymore. Like, I understand in the 1800s when, like, uh, people were just learning medicine and, and spewing this stuff. They'd find something that worked for them, and then they'd start spreading it, and a small group of people would listen. But now with the Internet, and it's so quick to spread this information to millions of people, and stupid people listen to you because you're famous. <laughs> but how – you can just Google – the truth. I don't understand how people don't do that. I know it. Like I, I preach on this show. Don't just Google shit. Figure it out for yourself. But at the very least, fucking Google shit. <laughs> at the very, very least, you'd be surprised at what you can find out just by Googling stuff. And that includes the false things and the truth. Don't take Gwyneth Paltrow's fucking word for it. Don't take her word for anything. Have you ever really looked at that woman and said, gee, she looks healthy. I want to do what she's doing. That's like saying, hey, look at Michael Stripe from R.E.M. I wish I could look like that. No, right? <laughs> the woman weighs 87 pounds. She's fucking translucent. 
it's funny because it's true. He's not healthy. I've seen those fucking paranormal activity shows on the Discovery Channel. They've fucking done shows on her twice. <laughs> they thought it was a ghost. It was just Gwyneth Paltrow trying to give him an anima. <laughs> With that special coffee ground found up from the asses of fucking cats. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, how, how do people think we've lived for whatever the actual number is, but let's just say tens of thousands of years? We ate meat and fucking potatoes and vegetables that we cooked on a fire. And it's got us to where we are today. Don't fuck with that. It's worked so fine for us so far. Every single diet, the keto diet is the big thing right now. Everyone's on the keto diet. Alex, our good friend Alex, keto yeah, diet yeah. guy. Yep. No medical proof that the keto diet is beneficial in any way. And also, there, no one sticks with it. It's not a long-term thing. No, I don't think it's meant to be long-term. And even if it were, there's no proven health benefit to it. You no. Don't do it. Don't do diets. Don't do anything what a Paltrow says. <laughs> eat. Eat normal. Eat, eat your normal amount a day. Eat a balanced diet. Meat and potatoes and vegetables. Don't eat too many of those. And you're fine. Look at your grandparents. Our grandparents, for the most part, that generation lived much longer than any other generation. And they ate. They lived on farms and they ate farm food. Get up. Be active. Do something. Go for a walk every day. You'll be fine. And you know, yeah, that's just it. They ran farms. They were up for, you know, maybe up at before dawn. And in bed asleep by seven o'clock. <laughs> Married at twenty with seventeen kids, every one of them. <laughs> All <laughs> working in the fields by dawn. <laughs> Granted, usually about thirteen of those kids died working the farm, but <laughs> that's just collateral damage for healthy living, if you ask me. Minor details. <laughs> Those numbers may not be entirely accurate. Uh, just for anyone who's fact checking the show. Which apparently there was one, but I don't think he listens to us anymore. Oh, I'm, oh, I certainly hope he does. And if he does, hi, how are you? Thanks for listening. Uh, go buy Gwyneth Paltrow's book. Watch her show. Do whatever she says. <laughs> Follow her recipe book that cost $10,000 per dish. Right? <laughs> Where does she get the money? Shallow Hal's not paying it. <laughs> Iron Man. Oh, I forgot she's Iron Man. Yep. I forgot. Actually, there's a, uh, a guy I'm trying to get on the show, and I'm not going to say his name because he's a weirdo. Pro-marijuana dude. If he doesn't come on, I don't want him to think I'm insulting him, but... He was on Twitter the other day going, uh, where's my pepper pots? I need my pepper pots. I was like, dude, you ain't no Iron Man. <laughs> you got to be Iron Man before you get a pepper pot. Yeah. You, you got to remember those things that he, he's worth how many billions on that movie? Come on now. 
<laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, um, Gwyneth Paltrow sucks. She's like the coronavirus of people. Um, <laughs> she won't, She might not kill you, but she'll definitely get you sick. She'll get you <laughs> sick, and, and she's a whole lot of hype that isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have my notes. I don't remember the next thing I had. There was something else. Before I got to the, the big subject du jour. <laughs> du jour. Which I'm fucking stunned about. Uh, yeah. I don't understand it. Hang on. Let me see if I can pull out my notes here. And I didn't do it off the top, but I'll do it right now. I got to say hi to Mike at the Pit Lane Parlay. The number one IndyCar and racing podcast on the internet. They're on Apple Podcasts, and do them a favor. Go there and leave them a five-star rating. Uh, say hi to the uh, Coupon Queen pin at C2P Moments. She's an anchor podcast. She's very entertaining. And if you follow her on Facebook, she's got a lot of happy posts about love and stuff lately. <laughs> Some love gentleman is stuff. making her very happy right now. <laughs> And if you check out one of the more recent episodes of her show, you can hear me talking about many of the things that she's talking about on Facebook right now. And it's a great episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and of course, Alex and Tom, the Thorskin podcast. Very funny gentleman. From- Which, by the way, have you seen the, the, new, the new thing they're launching? Yes, I have. And they said they want us to be a part of it. They said it, it is meant to include Canada. Awesome, because I love the name of it. Uh, to give the guys a quick back premise, uh, it's a guy from the UK and a guy from the US. So they literally call it You Suck, US, UK. <laughs> <laughs> genius. Absolutely genius. And they did mention when I was talking to them that they would like us to be a part of it. They just tried to bridge the gap uh, around the podcast world. And I think it's a very cool thing of them to do. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. They really, really are. I think it's great that there are people like that who are trying to support each other in another way. Like, it's not just a, hey, go like my podcast and I'll like yours and then we'll never talk to each other again. No. Uh, It's much more interactive and let's be on each other's shows and let's promote the hell out of each other. And, and I, I get the timeline corresponds. I don't know for sure, but I think we got a lot of a boost from our appearances on their show. So thank you for that guys. And thank you. If you're listeners of Thor's kin and you decided to check us out, thanks for doing so. Absolutely. <laughs> and tell your friends. Um, what do I got here? All right. I lost my pants, but I found my notes, and it turns out I don't have another story. That's all I had. Not <laughs> a boy. So, well, I have. <laughs> yeah, let's. I want to save my little podcasting tale. <laughs> I want to fucking go off on it. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, give me just a moment. I had to. Had to step out of the facility for a moment. Uh, well, Gord is doing whatever Gord's doing. Uh, you should check me out on March 1st on the stories behind the songs. A great little podcast all about your favorite music. Everything from the Beatles right up until 
uh, the brand new Pearl Jam record, and everything in between. We got the cars, we got sticks, we got Elvis Costello, we've got Silverchair, Rush, Bjork, and all the stories behind all their biggest songs. It's a lot of fun. It's going to be a good show. Uh, you can follow them at the stories behind the songs on Facebook and uh, find out where to go and listen to that. It's a really neat little podcast by Oracle Media, and that debuts on March the 1st. I'm very looking forward to it. Oh, me too, my friend. I very much look forward to it. be great. Um, okay, so um, just to get this one out of the way, um, I have two little things from uh, PETA. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, I forgot. Please tell me you have the thing that we're not supposed to say pet anymore. Uh, no, I'm actually avoided that one because it's just fucking stupid. Um, but they have, um, PETA is officially dropping one of their longest running campaigns. Not really? Very successful campaigns, which is the I'd rather go naked than wear fur campaign. Um, they've been, it, it, you have to admit, it's been a very successful thing for them. They have decimated the fur trade industry. Um, you basically don't see almost anybody wearing fur jackets much anymore out. So it's been a very successful thing for them. Um, so it has worked, but they're dropping it so that they can focus on the leather and wool trade. Because I think they're going to stop people from using wool because, you know, sheeps get shaved. Now, is there, I would like to do some research into that. Is that really to their credit? Or is it just that people don't want to be fucking fur traders anymore? Well, well would be, be, I'm sure they help bring attention to it. But let's be honest. You're not getting millennials out there with shotguns getting furs. No, but it was probably one of the first real big... Um, social thing that started up of people being like, you know, it started off where if you were wearing fur out, um, people would throw paint on you. So people in like the major metropolitan areas like New York. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. I remember. They were terrified to wear fur out. And then it just became a huge backlash against like, like the, one of the big vegan start startups was about, about wearing fur, about how bad it was and about how a lot of the animals actually were treated for things and there's a lot of truth there was a tremendous amount of truth behind it oh absolutely i'm not so it was a it was a probably the only thing that pete has ever done that was actually truthful i'm not saying it's a bad thing by any means i never saw the point of wearing fur and i think it looks stupid i never saw that why it was attractive in the first place other than it's warm i would love to have like a fucking like arctic fox fucking fur coat or a Wolf, I just think they're gorgeous, but uh, yeah, that's just not going to happen. So it's not necessarily a bad thing that it's done. I just don't want to give Pete all the credit for it because I don't like them. But it's possible it was all them. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, so you said, I knew that they're like, I mean, obviously they've been all over leather, um, which, I mean, face it, like leather jackets aren't exactly on the in as much anymore as it is anyways, but um, that's got nothing to do with Pete. No, see, can you not just make leather from the cows we're killing for... McDonald's? Um, that's the thing I don't understand. That's what I assumed. I mean, why not? It's a lot of hide. There's a lot of hide. Like, we, the beef industry is massive. Yeah. Why aren't we using that for leather? Yeah, I would have to assume, but I, I don't. No, I know, granted, from PETA's perspective, they want beef done, too. So maybe it's all ties in for them, but... 
in the meantime, I would say it seems rather wasteful not to take advantage of all that. Yeah, but I'm telling you right now as a direct statement, that if they put their energy focusing towards wool, they will lose. Oh, I would they're imagine. Not, so. not, because, again, it's fur coats, animals are dying because of it. Um, leather, animals are dying because it's the skin. Wool, nobody dies from that. No. They're well-fed, they're well-groomed, they're well-taken care of, and they get shaved and then they regrow. It's healthy, clean hair that they refer that they regrow constantly, and they're not hurt by it. And it's not, like, good for them, is it? Like, you, you kind of have to shear a sheep or they'll... No, not at all. Well, they just, uh, like, do they shed or... Do they just yeah. grow, grow until they fucking disappear? I don't know. No, it, they, they shed. Like, sheep in the wild, they, they, they do shed. I mean, sure, maybe like a little bit of trimming around the eyes and things like that, but for the most part, no, they don't need that to be done. But what people discovered, you know, thousands of fucking years ago was that if you shave a sheep, well, in like especially like in the summer, like well, after they come out of the winter, you shave them down. All of that wool is really good to use, but the shit regrows and regrows quickly. Yeah. So no harm, no foul. Well, it's got nothing to do with fowl. Don't even get them started on fowl. I like my chicken. <laughs> Nobody's out there shaving chickens. The the other thing I wanted to bring up. Now, this is just because, again, this is hypocrisy. Before, before we before we before we run on to something else, let me just say, I fully I'm on board, kind of, with don't kill animals wastefully. Uh, I don't think trophy hunting is a good thing. I would like to see that over with. I don't agree with killing elephants because there's not a lot of them and they're cool. Uh, as far as cows, I think they're necessary to our diet. I genuinely believe that. Uh, any healthy person will tell you the iron in meat is good for you. The creatine in meat is good for you. There's good things in meat for you. We're, we're a meat eater. Uh, sheep. We're not running any shortage on sheep. Sheep aren't um, particularly mistreated. And I think if we're just shaving them, that's fine. I don't care for mutton. I don't care if we ever eat lamb. I just, I think we, we can't, I don't want to go too fucking militant on this shit. I don't want a bunch of wild sheep and chickens running around the city. Yep, I agree. Uh, so good on you, Pito, whatever, I guess if there's some sort of wasteful leather production going on, I'm not, I don't know that there is, I don't know a lot about the industry, uh, but let's just not go crazy. I fully agree with you. Um, that's all I can say about that. I don't know. I got nothing funny. Just fucking, I do, I do want to say that I'm really sick of everyone on Facebook calling us sheep. I don't know why sheep get such a bad name. I don't think we should be calling a bunch of fucking idiot sheep. Oh, you guys are just sheep. What the fuck did sheep ever do to make you think they're like Americans? We got to be nicer than a sheep in that respect. Stop calling assholes sheep. <laughs> you guys are just a bunch of sheep. Fuck off. I'm not even going to bother explaining it. <laughs> um... Yeah, so the founder of PETA, uh, whose name is, what's this douchebag fucking name? Ingrid Newkirk. 
Um, it's what? Basically, yeah. Aphid Newturd? What? Ingrid Newkirk. Aphid Newturd. Got it. <laughs> inbred Newturd. What did Inbred Newturd have to say? Inbred Newturd has said that uh, people are most people are walking their dogs wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, okay, just going by the facts of what Twatty McTwat Brett said, uh, there's a tremendous amount of truth to a lot of it. I mean, this is basic, very basic, basic, basic stuff. In, in her fairness, she only had a Twat breath because she was inhaling Gwyneth Paltrow's candles. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's just basic stuff like, you know, get off your phone, be more like when you're walking your dog, be a part of the experience of the dog. That makes sense. You know, don't just let them drag along. Um, uh, don't use collars, use a harness. Again, makes sense because you're not choking the animal anymore. You're using a harness, which gives it better control anyways. Um, just random little stuff like this. But what bothers me is the founder of PETA, is giving advice on how to care for a dog when they have the largest numbers of kill shells for some of the country. <laughs> like, come on. Like, come on. Like, don't, don't give me advice about something that you kill. <laughs> fucking botanist. Wait, PETA guy. has kill, kill centers or the SPCA? No, PETA's, PETA has animal shelters that have the highest kill rates of all animal shelters. They've killed more animals than all other animal shelters combined. I thought that was the SPCA. Uh, shouldn't shouldn't uh, inbred Mick, Mick uh, Fig Newton, I forget her name now, um, she, turd breast? I don't, I don't know. Should, should she not just be saying we, we're not supposed to own dogs? Well, yes, but I guess it's more along the line of if you are going, because the men, they're saying that you don't own a dog you're just accepting a dog as part of your family. Yeah, well, under the law, they're property, so, yeah, no. Um, Now, you're people for the ethical treatment of animals, and I can get behind that. I'm a person for the ethical treatment of animals as well. Yeah. Don't kick your dog. Don't put cigarettes out on your dog. Don't starve your dog. Don't fucking tell me how to walk my dog. As long as walking, it's outside, it's fine. (laughs) It doesn't care if I'm there. <laughs> what are you doing? But I, don't, do you not have something better to do? No. No. <laughs> Get a dog. No. Jesus Christ. You're walking your dog wrong. Fuck off. You're talking to humans wrong. <laughs> Jesus Christ, focus on something. If that's the biggest problem animals have in the world, you've won your fight. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just fucking, it's, it's retarded. There's no getting around it. You're Ingrid, you're a fucking embarrassment to humankind. Your dog doesn't care if you're on the phone. It probably gets it. It's like, oh, hey, that big pink thing that feeds me, when he talks on the little black thing, he gets money and buys food. I'm going to let him do that. I'm going to go sniff my balls and pee over here. 
it, you know, you're, you're not lying. I, I, I got nothing. You ever wonder if dogs in a dog park see like a police dog and they're like, oh, fuck, it's a cop. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I wonder if dogs know and they're like, ah, oh, shit, it's cops, fucking just act natural. Question. If a regular dog is walking down the, the sidewalk and there's a police dog, does the dog, does your dog go, hey, is that, hey, look, it's a cop? <laughs> I always wondered that. It does. I almost couldn't get that bad joke out of so. They do. <laughs> they do. Um, so again, we know that I don't like talking about this or Eric for that matter, but, um, Eric, for the love of God, just let me get this out very quickly. So I think you might get a giggle. Um, uh, and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, um, Madonna has propositioned them and offered them to take up residence in, um, in one of her homes. Doesn't she uh, live in England? Yes, she does. <laughs> Uh, but no, she says, no, uh, one of the houses in, in the U.S., she owns that house there. And she says, Madonna said, Harry, don't run off to Canada. It's boring there. <laughs> yeah. She wants to sublet her apartment in Central Park West. It's a two-bedroom. It's got the best view of Manhattan, incredible balcony. It's going to be a winner, and that's going to be the deal breaker. Hey, Madonna, <laughs> you know what's boring? Everything you've done since 1987. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that there you go you know what now I want them here I didn't care before now it's just it's a fuck you Madonna I want yep. Prince Harry and Megan the kid come live with me and my mom I'm getting the goat <laughs> you'll like it so fucking funny she goes to bed early that's the only thing <laughs> fuck you um, Madonna who the fuck whatever right? who cares <laughs> Why would they want to live at Madonna's house? They don't have to watch Guy Ritchie movies. It probably smells like old person. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely not swinging on a pole like, uh, oh, I almost said Janet Jackson. J-Lo. <laughs> I did like the, uh, the one post I saw today that showed Adam Levine taking his shirt off at the last Super Bowl. And it's like, oh, my God, he's not naked enough. And then it showed Shakira and J-Lo, and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're naked. Oh, that's such horse shit. Absolutely uh, to be topless, but, yes, these fucking two amazingly beautiful women of just, yeah. No, and no, they were, yeah. people hated that, eh? I didn't, I didn't read the, I, I didn't have everything the last time we talked, all the information on it, but a lot of people were just curious. I can't believe pole dancing has become part of football, and how dare they have strippers at the Super Bowl. And what the fuck are you talking about? Have you ever seen a cheerleader? She's a 50-year-old woman, and she had her kids on stage with her. Shut up. You're just jealous. All you fucking women 35 years old in your fucking sweatpants sitting in front of the TV with hot dogs bitching about it. Gee, I wonder why you don't like it. Right? You wonder why you can't nail yourself an uh, uh, A-Rod yourself. Wow, well. Take a look My at the fucking... God. Um, I'm sure you heard, or at least I'm sure you must have heard, um, after the Super Bowl win by the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I uh, heard. I heard nonstop. 
Right. Well, one thing you might not have heard was Trump had uh, tweeted. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, God bless Trump. He, he initially put out a tweet saying um, basically well, congratulations to the wonderful state of Kansas. <laughs> For those around the world that don't know, Kansas is a city. <laughs> it's in the state of Missouri. <laughs> um he 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 quickly uh, took down that tweet and, and and then corrected it with Missouri, but uh, yeah, that that that's that, that's your president. I do want to say that I did look into it, and there is a Kansas City, Kansas, that does exist. The Kansas City football team does not play there. No, they play in the state of Missouri, in Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, and this is your fucking president. At the very least, he should know. Or ask, if he's so fucking dumb he doesn't know the geography of the country he's in charge of, ask. You run the fucking country. You can demand that someone tell you before you look like a fucking jackass. My God, how do you elect, like, at the very least, I I assume Justin Trudeau knows all the major cities in all the provinces. One would assume, but, you know. The leader of your country should, like, don't they have to take a fucking test? You should have seen the book I had to read to become mayor of Vancouver. I had to know all kinds of stupid shit about that city. (laughs) Stuff no one ever needs to know. Stuff that would never come up. But it's just basic knowledge that you have to have. Like, You're in charge of the Congressional Library. Get a fucking atlas, retard. <laughs> I just thought that was genius. Well, when, uh, he invites them, when, he, when he invites the champions to the White House, like, like he does every year, the president invites the Super Bowl winners to the White House for dinner. I hope they all go to fucking Washington State. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping to. You're Washington, Seattle. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Washington. I thought this is what you meant. I thought what, what what was really impressive is how fucking quickly that tweet was pulled down and changed. Oh yeah. I have never seen the government move that fast. That's <laughs> just so genius. Unfortunately, that's the problem with the tweeter. Once that shit's out, it's out forever. And everybody copies it and it gets reposted, reposted, reposted. You cannot catch up to it. No, it's screenshotted, posted on Facebook. It's, it's gone, it's done, it's on. That's it. It's everywhere. Nothing you can do about it. That's your leader, America. That's the guy that you just didn't impeach. Like, right or wrong, what he did, whether it was an impeachable offense or not, you had a chance to get rid of him. You could have just turned a blind eye and went, yep. <laughs> He did it. He's guilty. <laughs> Just fucking get rid of the guy. He's an embarrassment. Yeah. No. As I said down yesterday's fucking episode, Trump is the president you Americans deserve. Well, this is this is what the problem with senators in both of our countries. If senators were elected and had term limits, this kind of shit wouldn't happen. But as it stands, they don't, and they're accountable to no one, and they'll do whatever they have to to save their own jobs. 
Yep. And they prove it time and time and time again. Except for the few Canadian senators like Patrick Brazo, who just, you know, used to show up to work with bags of coke on him, go, what? I'm a senator. <laughs> I don't need to follow the laws. I just need to help create them. <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to do a bunch of blow at work? What the fuck's the point of being a senator? <laughs> what am I going to do with all this coke now? Jesus. <laughs> that guy was awesome. He was like younger than us. He had a ponytail. <laughs> he was a good dude. That's funny. Um, speaking of Kansas, by the way, um, it came across this very interesting thing where um, Kansas is dropping its fight against the comp- compensation claim from a man who spent 23 years in prison for a dumb homicide uh, before a judge vacated convictions that were uh, that were secured, even though no physical evidence or motive tied him to the crime. This is the state of Kansas, I'm assuming. Yeah, this is in Topeka, Kansas. Um, uh, so yeah, it's uh, this this guy was charged. He spent 23 fucking years in jail from 1994, and um, uh, apparently he again, there's no evidence whatsoever. No motive whatsoever. They just basically grabbed a black guy, threw him in fucking jail, and he's been rotting in there. And the state has been fighting his compensation claim because Kansas has a law where it says that he, anybody who's wrongfully convicted and, and in prison is entitled to get $65,000 for each year spent in prison plus money to cover attorney fees and other expenses. Uh, so this guy is likely to receive $1.5 million from the state. Hey, uh, anyone living in Topeka, Kansas, if you would like to accuse me of something that has like a three to five year sentence attached to it, uh, please get in touch with me at Trump is a giant sack of shit at outlook.com for 65 grand a year. I'll go to the tank for a while. <laughs> I'm pretty sure by announcing that you wouldn't get it. <laughs> just saying. It's just between us, everybody. Just, just us. Don't tell anyone this is a plan. I'll cut you in. It's just me and Gord and uh, 9,000 of you. That's it. No one else can t- know our little secret here. Hey, right, you think I covered it? I think, you, I think that pretty much covered it. All right, cool. Well, see, now... This happens actually quite a lot in both of our countries. It's very, very bad in Canada for the crown to be wrong. They don't like that. Uh, so they go to extreme lengths to make it look like they're not wrong. And oftentimes they get, the police get a suspect in their head. They turn that guy over to the crown and that guy's just fucking guilty. And they don't look for other people. They find a way to make sure this guy is guilty. Uh, I'm sure it's worse in the States uh, just because everything is. But there's there's been a lot of these overturns lately just because evidence is so much better now. Uh, uh, forensic evidence is, has come miles uh, in, in a very short period of time. A lot of things are getting turned over, and these guys do deserve something. Absolutely. I don't know about 65 grand a year. Well... That, that to me seems high, but I, I don't do crime and I don't go to jail. Maybe it's not. Well, I, I mean, I think, I think it's a relatively fair thing because you, you, you factor in 
not only got to factor in how much would that person be making per year as a salary, but you also got to factor in all the money. Again, being honest with the way society is, the 99.9% .9 chance that he is not going to get himself a very lucrative job once you get out of prison. Oh, not at all. Not at all. He's got that stigma. Plus, he doesn't know the world. That's 20. Look how much the world has changed in 23 years. Yeah. And he hasn't been available to, to adapt to all that change. Mm -mm. That's going to take tons of recovery. Plus, therapy from being in jail. Yep. I mean, can you put a price on ass rape? I don't think you can. I don't think, I don't know if you can. I, uh, I don't think it's the number for that one. And 1.5 million, that's what the award is? Yeah. What the fuck is that? What's a million dollars anymore to anybody? Nothing. Give Something. it to the guy. Why are you fighting a million dollars? That's not that's even a down payment on a 600 square foot condo in Vancouver. See, that's what I don't get. They were never fighting the fact that he was wrongfully convicted. They've just been fighting giving him the compensation for it. Jesus Christ. Why? That's what's fucked up. The court costs to fight it were probably ten times that. Mm-hmm. This is the thing about people just fucking stop lying. What is the real reason behind this? Sign a check and shut up. It's a million dollars. Who cares? You know who cares? The guy who doesn't have a million dollars. The guy who just did 23 years in fucking jail. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get You even cited a couple of other incidences in Kansas. Like another guy... Kansas agreed to pay $1.1 million to Richard Jones, who spent 17 years in prison after being wrongfully convicted of a 2000 robbery um, that was committed by somebody else that just happens to look just like him. Uh, Where are these sentences coming from in Canada? Where are you getting 17 years for robbery? You can't get fucking a year for child porn. What is going on? Well, this is America. Uh, another one, the state agreed to pay $1.03 million to a guy, uh, Floyd Bledsoe, who spent nearly 16 years behind bars for the rape and murder of a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> as a crime that his brother confessed to in a suicide note, and the guy still spent 16 years in jail. Yeah, that's what happens. Once they've got you, they're not going to admit that they were wrong. No. It looks very bad for a district attorney or a crown counsel to be wrong. They don't like it. But it's weird, though, because when, like, imagine if you're getting into a case. You're, you're three-quarters way through a case. You're getting close to a case, and all of a sudden you find out, hey, man, this is a fucking guy. Wouldn't you think at anything say, man, if we put this guy away, though, and that comes back years later, how bad is this going to look? But if we come forward now and say, we got the wrong guy. Evidence points to something else. We found some new. We found new evidence. Like I said, we found new evidence in service. We found some new evidence, and words are he fit. He's done. He's free. It doesn't cost anybody anything. I I I can't explain it. I don't understand where the false sense of pride comes from, and where the I the bravado. We got our man. No, you didn't. You just got a man. Yeah, that's the difference. Uh, I don't understand. What, what you just said makes perfect sense. And I think people would applaud the guy who said, wow, we really fucked up. We better double time and catch the right guy. With our apologies, <laughs> we're letting this guy go before he gets convicted of anything. 
we're human. We fucked up. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that would make sense to me. Oh, hey, you didn't do it. <laughs> Sorry. Cops are wrong. They're dumb. Uh, the here's a check. Go away. Yeah. Here's a check. Here's, here's 30 grand. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't see the problem that I think the public would get right behind that guy. The guy who's got like a 50% conviction rate says on 30% of his trials, he figures out he's wrong and he lets the dude go. I think people would respect that a lot more than the guy that's got to hand out checks 20 years later and, yeah. and be a big fucking news story. Yep. I fully agree. It's logic. Lo- like, I don't understand why the world has to complicate things to a ridiculous degree. When, if you could just listen to me and Gordon, the things we say just half of the time, it's so much easier and causes so much less problems down the road. Why do we twist things into problems they don't need to be and then we get to a point where they're, they're un- no one can deal with them anymore. They're, they become these massive things. You know, I think you said it great when you first um, first said it, which was stop lying. Exactly. That is the new message from Eric and Gord. And you'll see it posted on all of our stuff because I made a really neat little graphic for us. Uh, it's just that it, it really is the solution to everything. And I gave a very long-winded explanation uh, before I left Vancouver about this. The key is, number one, stop lying to yourself. Number two, stop lying to everyone else. It makes it so much easier that we don't end up with this shit and then no one has to give a million dollars to anybody. That's right. Simple. Easy. Now, instead of having to give out a million dollars to a school, they have to give it to a guy who is What changes? If there's a psychologist who listens to our show, please get in touch with us. You can reach me at eric at ericandgord.world. Um, that is a real email where I take serious suggestions. Uh, I would like to understand the psychology because there is a point in every person where the things we teach our children every single day stop applying to us. I would like to know the psychological reasoning for that. We teach our kids, be kind. We teach our kids, don't lie. We teach our kids all these things that we don't apply in our daily lives. I don't understand the psychology there, and I'm I'm genuinely curious to know where is the change? Where does it become okay? Why do we end up with a a generation like me and Gordon's generation who doesn't trust anyone and doesn't have a fucking clue what to do with themselves because we figured out that all you did our whole lives was fucking lie. And we don't look up to governments. We don't look up to athletes. We don't look up to anyone because we've seen behind the curtain and we know that everybody's a piece of shit. Where is that change? Why don't you listen to yourself when you're talking to your little children and go, holy fuck, I don't do any of this shit. I should start listening to myself when I'm teaching my five-year-old. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. 
I don't know. Fuck people. Say it all the time. I'll say it again. I'll say it a thousand times. It's just so easy to not be like that. But apparently it isn't. Apparently people really struggle with this. This is really difficult for people. That's what I'm saying. I would like a psychologist to tell me. Is it like a an actual like chemical change in the body? That, do we actually physically change and become these monsters? Or is it just fucking greed and stupidity? Do we blame video games or social media? I mean, it's only one or the other. I, I, well, you know what? Maybe you could, maybe there could be something to that because I was never a gamer. Neither was I. And yet I know a guy right now, he's a, the husband of a good friend of mine. That's all he fucking does. He doesn't put that controller down 24 hours a day. Killing zombies. <laughs> That'll come in handy in life. <laughs> Uh, you know what I I figured out when I was talking to Alex and Tom Mm. the people who desire the zombie apocalypse to be real are the people who would fare the absolute fucking worst if it really happened oh absolutely all these pasty little fucking gamers that sit in the dark all day wishing for the zombie apocalypse you're the first ones to get picked off you retards don't you know that you don't want it to be true. Trust me. Not that it will be. Uh, there's actually a book just came out about the impossibility of reanimation. So it's just not ever a thing that's going to happen. No. Um, sorry. Sorry to burst your bubble, guys. <laughs> I don't, please don't apologize. Do not apologize for bursting anybody's bubble. That bubble needs to be burst. Fucking twat. It's not happening. And gamers, fucking, if you're over 12, go outside. (laughs) Call fresh air. You need it, apparently. Now, speaking of stupid people that are the reason for stupid shit, uh, Eric and I were discussing this one off air and um, got to cover it. Um... This is like literally this motherfucker basically out of my backyard. Um, there's this dumb trick from the town of Bonn, which is about uh, an hour away from me. This stupid motherfucker hops on a WestJet flight going from Toronto to Jamaica. Oh, Jesus. I thought we could get past this guy. No, no, we're actually going to talk about it. Um, he literally stood up. Pulled out his camera, stood up and said, I need everybody's attention. I just returned from the Wuhan Peninsula, one of the capital cities in China, and it's the epicenter for the coronavirus. I'm feeling really, really sick right now, and I think I might be infected. I need everyone to stay away from me. Please, like, don't come near me. He repeated himself a couple times, and then he sat down. Um, So because of this moron, the entire plane had to get turned around, had to go back to Toronto. Um, he was pulled off and arrested, and is well, they're, looking, they're looking at charging him. Uh, basically, they're charging him with um, for being a, an unruly guest, but they will be charging him with something. But the worst thing is, is, see, this didn't just affect this. This affected two plane loads of people. 
the flight going from Toronto to Jamaica and the flight coming from Jamaica to Toronto. Both flights were grounded. I thought he was coming from Jamaica, was he not? No, uh, uh, Toronto to Jamaica. Oh, I thought he was going the other direction. No, no he was on his way too. Um, but not only that, but because he made the claim, every single person on that flight had to get tested for the coronavirus. Every one of them had to go through the screening process and go through all the stuff and all the interviews and all that shit. Every single person got, got inconvenienced and had all this stuff happen because this guy literally wanted to get a viral video. Well, he, he definitely got that. He's got his thought, plenty his of those. Oh, fuck is he ever. His thought process was, he goes, I figured it would invoke some type of reaction. Not on the plane. More people seeing it on social media going, wow, this kid's got balls or this kid's crazy. That's yeah. literally what this moron thought. Yeah. Um, these, are the, these are our future. And this is a 28-year-old guy. He's almost 30 years old, and he thought this was a good idea. This is the problem. This is the people that are going to be in charge. Two hundred and forty-three passengers, people who paid for their vacation, paid for seven days, paid for ten days, are, are losing an entire fucking day minimum, which means money lost, lost vacation time that they're missing. They're all missing out on all this because you're a fucking moron. Uh, you can't fuck around on planes, by the way. It doesn't matter what you said. I years ago I witnessed a guy. He had a ticking coming from his bag. I was checking on, I was flying from Calgary to Kelowna, and the guy's bag was ticking. He goes, that's just my bomb. <laughs> he got fucking worked. What a moron. They pulled him aside, they tore his bags apart right there in front of everybody, like four security guards jumped on him. You can't fuck around with that shit. They, they don't take jokes in an airport. And I would imagine on a plane, it's probably just as bad. Uh, they still do have air marshals on them, idiot. But in, in what reality does this even make sense? Like, well, here's the stupid thing. This moron, he A, describes himself as an artist. Yes, I read that That's too. publicity for myself is good publicity, although he did go on to say that what he did, it was wrong. I ruined the flight for 200-some-odd people, and I ruined their flight. Um... He says, like, you know, there's all types of positions. People that are happy. I guarantee you there is not one person that is happy that he did that. Not a single person. No one is happy except me and Gord because we got something to talk about because we love talking about fucking retards. But yeah. you know what? We don't need any help. There's plenty. Yeah. Don't, don't start pitching in and being stupid just so we have talking points. And there's a reason why I'm not saying the guy's name. I am not saying his name. This is I where people... This is where people have come, though. No one gives a fuck about anyone else. 200 people on a plane, who cares? I'm more important. Yeah, exactly. I want to make a name for myself. I want to make a name for myself, too. I do it very loudly <laughs> as I'm walking down the streets of Kelowna. But there's... I don't go and fuck up someone's day on a plane on the way to fucking Jamaica. Which, okay, let's be honest, you probably saved a lot of people there. Don't go to Jamaica. Spend your money on something worth it. Um, 
But this is this is the mentality, and it's not just the young generation; it's everybody. The mentality he's become: I don't give a fuck about anyone else. They're just strangers. They don't mean anything to me. I'm the most important thing. Get a selfie of me doing this fucking thing, because I'm the center of my fucking universe. I don't like it. I don't get it. I don't understand where common sense has just been scrapped and just basic fucking consideration for another human being has gone totally out the fucking window. For what? For a viral video. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I I really, I think, I don't know if they're allowed to do this. I don't, now everyone on the plane has, uh, apparently, they've got uh, enough for a civil suit against him. Yeah. Um, they could do a class action suit against this guy. Uh, I would like to see the airline charge him for fuel. Yep. I would like to see him get charged with a lot more than a fucking mischief charge, which is probably what he's going to get. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, you got the medical staff that was all had to show up to be assessed. You got all the medical staff that was all part of this. Um, now, this guy, this is why he claims himself to be an artist. He said that he travels to Jamaica several times a year, and he has done similar type of onboard announcement. Now, he calls this similar. He said on a previous trip, he stood up and he said, Little Wayne's new album just dropped. Everybody go get it. Okay, that's not quite the same. That's not even remotely close to the same. Nobody would give a flying. I mean, even if you post that online and said, oh, Little Wayne's new album. Like, imagine just sit back, you're flipping through YouTube videos, you come across that video. Name one person is going to see that and be like, oh, my God, you motherfucker. No, you're going to be like, going, what an idiot. I, I got to say, I would much rather get the coronavirus than the Little Wayne album. But oh, absolutely. this is not entertainment. This is not actually, I fucking hate performance art. Here's a whole bunch of things wrong with this story. Number one, if you guys would all just smarten up and listen to me, <laughs> then a guy standing up and saying, I have coronavirus. Someone should punch him in the dick and tell him to shut up because coronavirus isn't going to hurt you. Unless you're in the row beside him and he sneezes on you. So if the world hadn't made such a big fucking thing about this non-virus, then it wouldn't have been a thing. Yep. But this performance, that is that is not performance art. Trust me. Check out some really interruptory performance art. That's not a word, interruptory. I made that up, but I'm using it. I like it. Um... <laughs> There's some great Ashes of Purgatory videos featuring me doing performance art. It didn't fuck up anyone's day. It didn't get anyone turned around on a plane to fucking Jamaica. There's, there's right ways and wrong ways to do it. Anything you do that fucks with someone's trip to Jamaica is wrong. How does that not register in your stupid fucking brain? Right? I mean, that's just that, like, Again, the, the difference between doing something and and like like actually going through it, I I fuck what a fucking moron! Like what a 
like you are just you, literally you should have been swallowed as as before. Like you should have trickled down the inside of mommy's leg. You are a waste of space. It's too bad. To, it's it's so difficult to throw someone off of a plane. Yeah, it's a shame. It's just midair, just fucking pitch them. Even give the guy a parachute, sure, if you're nice. But there should be like an exit door where you can just be like, nope, you're done. Here's your chute. Bye. Unbelievable. I don't get it. I, I I can't rant anymore about it. Don't fuck with other people. That's that's like the extension of the easiest thing in the world. If you're not if you can't be nice, just shut the fuck up. Leave everybody alone. Stop being fucking stupid. Like God, this damn is unbelievable. So yeah, so there's that. Um, well, he and, he got what he wanted. That's the worst fucking part. He got what he wanted because everyone in the world's fucking talking about this prick. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ironic twist is that it's not his video <laughs> that's that's made. That's what I like about it is his video itself is not what's on the news. It's not what's being posted or shown. So technically, he didn't get what he wanted. He wanted to make a viral video. He didn't get it. He has turned into a news thing, but he did not make a viral video because nobody's watching his video. Everybody's just, what a fucking twat. No. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to give him any more press than we already have. I would like, at least at the very least, he's got, he's got to be put on a no-fly list. Oh, I damn That would be it. Absolutely. But probably because he's such a frequent father, they're going to say no. No more planes for you. You can fucking swim to Jamaica next time. I want to get on because I can already tell Gord's getting tired. Yeah, I got one thing, and then we got to talk about what you want to yeah, talk about. Right. That one. Uh, for me, now this is just genius. Uh, a German, now this is an artist. <laughs> this is this is amazing. A German artist used ninety nine smartphones. To fool Google Maps with a fake traffic jam. <laughs> he, he placed 99 smartphones with a, with a thing on on various empty streets in Berlin and had them in like a wagon and stuff and then just like left them. <laughs> so it made it look like there's traffic jams. <laughs> that's funny. That, that's a guy with too much time on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's just funny um, where did you get 99 smartphones I guarantee 20 of those are mine you pricks right no doubt no doubt it's like, <laughs> that's just, that's funny. that is pretty funny and that's not really screwing with anybody's day probably fucked no. up a few GPS's yeah some people are like oh I can't take that road I'll take a different one that's it <laughs> that will be touted by some as a cyber attack. I promise you. For for everyone who laughs about shit, shit like that, there's a handful of people that are like, "Oh, this is cyber terrorism." <laughs> sure, why not? It's still funny. <laughs> There we go. There are better yeah. uses of your time, but if that—that's at least you're not rerouting planes. Yeah, exactly. 
Nobody's vacation got fucking ruined. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to hike up my pants, so no one knows. No one who is part of this story is, wants any of my sweet ass. Pedophiles aren't coming after me. Uh, shit, I think I may have walked past the last bus stop. This could be oh. bad. Um, <laughs> good stuff. I gave out the emails. Go check out our new website, ericandgord.world. Uh, like us on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. We need that right now. Give us some reviews on Apple before we get pulled down again. Yeah. Please. So, when I, when I say this, I, I go through the Instagram and I go through the Twitter and and when I see other podcasts, I just follow them. Just for, why not? Yeah. So I follow them. Uh, for the most part, they follow me back. Every once in a while, we actually pay attention to each other. I don't know why one caught my eye on the Twitter today. Uh, I can't for the life of you remember what it was called. But the concept of the show is these two guys have a podcast and they can't host it every week. So they just get two random people every week to host their podcast for them. That's the uh, uh, sort of premise. Genius. Um, <laughs> so I, I clicked on it because I don't know why. <laughs> I was just drawn to it. The two guys that were hosting their podcast, I think it's called Who's Filling In or something like that. If anyone knows, let me know. Uh, but the two guys who were hosting this week had discovered what is called a maps podcast. I've never heard the term maps. This is new to me. Uh, I, I got to know real quick what it was and that's a minor attracted person. I, people who are attracted to minors. Uh, I don't mean the guys who are getting diamonds for you up North. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Young people. Young people. Uh, so this is a NAPS podcast. It's, it's basically a pro-pedophilia podcast. Uh, Gord pointed out that maps are... Uh, can you fill me in again, Gord, on what, what you... Yeah, basically, what they tout themselves as is they are people who are attracted to children... So they have that desire, but they do not act on it, and they are very. It's very strict. It is about. It's it's uh, it's about how to maintain their daily lives uh, with like families and work balance and everything else. All this while dealing with this desire that they understand is still wrong, and how to live their life by not actually going through with the act. Well, that is a lovely uh, way to put it. That was not what I experienced in listening to their little podcast. Uh, the story, the first story I heard was a woman describing her introduction to her lust for her son. When, uh, as a child, he would get an injury and she would kiss the boo-boo. And uh, that was a regular thing. Kid falls down, mom kisses the boo-boo. Well, one day, kid zips his dick up in his zipper and wants mom to kiss the boo-boo. And that turned into a sexual relationship with her child. 
I didn't listen beyond much of that, so I don't have enough of a context. I'm going to have to listen in little snippets and turn it off quickly before I smash my device. Uh, it was not, oh, I, there was nothing about, I knew it was wrong, but I couldn't control myself. There was no sort of that. This is a fucking penthouse letter. Oh, that's just so fucked up. This was not, there was no indication in her description that she felt guilty or, or any sense of impropriety. It was just uh, a relationship that developed. So I don't know what they're trying to pass themselves off on on Google or whatever, but I get the sense from the one little example I've got that they are not what they're claiming to be. <laughs> they're just fucking pedophiles and they have a goddamn podcast. I'll listen to more and this will be brought up more throughout the week. I apologize for not having more of a point of reference, but it turned my stomach. I couldn't keep going with it. And it was immediately before we went on the air. So I didn't have a lot of time to digest and, and reset, but it was, it was bad enough that I couldn't listen to it. And that's really fucking bad. Wow. Uh, the fact that pedophilia is a thing in the world, uh, this has nothing to do with me having a kid. I just, I've always known that's a fucking twisted thing. I look at the university kids when I get off the bus and I think they're children. I, I don't see the sexual attraction in, or even in the, in the wildest stretch of my imagination. I can't perceive of that. I've had children, like, I mean, like, I've babysat, I've had, been in my friend's place, I've had, I've had kids crawl all over me. Never once have I had a kid crawl me and think, ooh, it just, no. Why is this a thing? I, I don't understand it. It just makes no sense. And the fact that it's so widespread, like, that this is a huge, this is an industry. It is. Like, they've started their own true organization. Um, it's just, I don't, I don't know, I just, uh, this is where, shoot these people in the fucking throat and be done with it. This is where I, I really have to stress the point that nothing begins and ends with Jeffrey Epstein. He is a very small piece in a very large problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that this is going on, it, it points my mind in a lot of directions. Uh, not the least of which is tracking. Uh, there's been, I've been in a very vocal kind of comedic argument with the head of Blueberry Podcasting over the idea of attribution and people spying and knowing our IP addresses. This is the perfect reason of why we want that happening. We want the IP addresses. <laughs> we need to know where these sick fucks are. Uh, so I have no problem with tracking people's computers if it's to, if we get some insight on where these people are and we can go and just kill them, and yes, just kill them. I don't care. There is no mercy whatsoever for a fucking pedophile. You know, we don't need a whole lot of due process for that. Just eliminate these people. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they have a podcast fucking just blows my mind. But I can't, again, I can't be a hypocrite. And I 
believe wholeheartedly in the freedom of the medium. I think it's one of the greatest things about podcasting is the freedom that we have when we do it. Unfortunately, you have to take the bad with the good. Um, we don't have to put up with it. We can find out where they are and burn their fucking house down. But we can't take away their right to have a disgusting fucking twisted podcast. And apparently, it's got close to a million listeners. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I just totally walked out in traffic. I was so angry. <laughs> Please don't do that. I just walked right in front of a fucking car. I didn't pay any attention at all. That would suck. Just listen to me die on this next episode. <laughs> I hate <laughs> Eric. <laughs> that would make a point. Um, someone find these people. They've got a million fucking listeners. That was the point that the guys who were pointing out the show, they were upset because they've got like 95 times the amount of listeners that they do. And they were angry about that. (laughs) It's just... Wow. I just can't... I don't know how we let this go on. Well, I guess it is that secretive. Uh, I'm sure they're not very open about who they are. I don't know. I say if they're proud of it, they should be. They should give us their fucking names and phone numbers and addresses. Just saying. Well, I don't. I don't know that anyone would be proud of it, but I think the fact that it goes on, the fact that we normalize it in some cases, uh, we're not helping with having beauty pageants and having kids look like they're twenty when they're fucking five. Uh, we're not, we're certainly not holding our church leaders to accountability. So people are growing up thinking, well, if my priest can do it, why can't I? They're the holiest people on the planet. We have to stop making it okay. That's right. This is not something that you, you don't normalize that. You don't rationalize a disease and a sickness where it involves you fucking children. That's not a good thing. If you have this, if you have these desires, you are a very, very sick individual. You have massive issues and you should seek either to seek out two things, your own death, or you should try to turn yourself into somewhere and get yourself into treatment and and lock yourself away for the rest of your life because you you cannot I'm sorry you have a desire to fuck a child you do not have the right to be in society no not at all. whatsoever no not not even not even not even to see it from a fucking window no forget it you lose access to internet you lose access to tv you lose access to fucking uh, anything there, there's a fucking child could even go near you lose access all that which means you die just just die you just put you on an island where you're the youngest one of you <laughs> that would be a lot of islands that's all <laughs> all I say fucking eye for an eye in that respect you touch a kid you get touched a lot 
But someone figure out who this podcast is and shut them down. Yeah. I, I'm disgusted that I'm even affiliated loosely with someone who would consider not even having those thoughts, but fucking broadcasting them. Who the hell is listening to this shit? Me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I just, oh my god, oh my god. I will do more research tonight. I will figure out as much as I can about these people and try to expose as much as I can. And hopefully, we can get some response to this. Uh, if everything, if Todd Cochran is saying is true and it's so easy to get information on people, we should have this solved by morning. No problem. Yeah, this should not take. This should not be difficult at all. If it's that much of a worry that all of us podcasters have a responsibility to our listeners, that they're well, then fuck. It should be real easy to find them, Todd. I hold you responsible now. Figure it out. Get rid of these people. We have to start wiping them off the face of the earth. We can't. Start, we can't keep forgiving shit. Some things are just fucking unforgivable. Well, that was happy. Jesus. Um, you still have a long ways to go until you get home, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, then I'm going to give you something to fester over while you do have your walk. All right. <laughs> Let's fester. Let's fester. Um, I am actually having a very difficult time even spitting this one out because this is retarded. California Governor Gavin Newsom wants to pause physical education tests for students for three years. Now he claims that part of this is over concerns of bullying because he says that when they tell kids the their body mass index, some kids become embarrassed by this. Well, that only happens if you share the research should the answer. But nonetheless, the big thing is that it is the test is discriminating against disabled and non-binary students. Uh, yeah. I would love to know, because even he tries to explain it, and it makes no sense about how this has anything to do whatsoever with anybody other than the fact that it says that they, they have to write down male or female. This has nothing to do with the fitness test other than it's a parent forcing their belief on a child and a school system supporting. Well, I'm on, yeah, I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that. Because I don't think it's necessarily unhealthy to force the idea that you're a boy or a girl onto a child. I think that's something we can fully enforce. Uh, we've talked about this before. I remember the phys ed tests we used to have to take. And we were, it was like a, a special day. It was kind of like the SATs almost. You get a full day to do the fucking fitness test. You got a bronze or a silver or a gold patch at the end of them and I was a bronze <laughs> every year 
uh, I didn't feel embarrassed. Well, I did, but it was to the point where I knew I had to get physically in better shape. I think that's something we should be promoting. I don't think we should be promoting shutting down phys ed and saying, oh, no, we might hurt someone's feelings. Exactly. You have a massive obesity problem in your country. These kids, maybe phys ed is the only fucking physical activity they get in their lives. Then they go home and they play fucking video games until they go back to school the next day. Yep. Exactly. Now, this is, Eric, this is where this is, I think, was going to set you off the most on this. No, they agree that the the DMI screenings themselves are flawed. Well, of course they are. Everybody knows that. Your body mass index has nothing to do with your fucking health. No. No, here's the thing. He said, the guy who was going through this one, I don't fuck this guy's name. He said, for instance, the six foot two inch, 240 pound Arnold Schwarzenegger would have officially been classified as obese when he won the top bodybuilding title of Mr. Olympia in 74. Uh, I think that's slightly wrong. Well, again, if you go strictly just by age, weight, and height, and sex, you take nothing else into account. Technically, they are right because no guy who's six foot two should weigh two hundred and forty pounds. He should be about one hundred and ninety, according to their fucking, or one hundred eighty pounds. Oh, he had one hundred eighty pounds worth of fucking steroids in himself to do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's just. Yes, the body max index is not a way to rate the health of children in any way. Fine. Good point. You don't cancel phys ed because that's wrong. Well, for the record, they just want to cancel the tests, the physical tests, to to find what, where you are in your physical ability. They want to eliminate that because, well, it's unfair and it hurts somebody's feelings. No. The Canada Food Guide was unfair. We didn't cancel eating. <laughs> we changed the fucking guide. I, 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 I'm telling you for a fact I know they didn't cancel eating because I aced the shit out of that. The body not changed the fucking index. Get the index out of school. It has no place in that shit. Kids are all different shapes and sizes. Trust me, I was 17 different shapes and sizes until the 10th grade when I just stopped, and now I'm just the same as I always fucking will be. <laughs> you can't put that shit on kids. No, of course you can't. He's, you're on the right track, Gov. <laughs> just fucking, where, where do you go off the rails with that way of thinking? Ah, the body mass index seems unfair. I don't think it should be introduced to kids. Maybe we should just stop testing kids altogether. <laughs> oh, there's there's too much fucking unhealthy shit in this food. Some kids are going to get fat, and I don't want to embarrass them. Let's just stop checking food for unhealthy stuff. That doesn't make sense. That's not the right way to go about it. You You were so close there. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's just so stupid. This is California. That's it. I, I, this is just the way people think. 
Stop sparing feelings. Sparing feelings doesn't help anyone. But getting, uh, God damn it. I'm going to have to edit this so it sounds like I'm making a point. I don't, I, sorry. I'm watching for traffic now. Yeah, it's a good idea. And uh, trying to figure out where the hell I am. Um, this is this is just the problem with things. Yes, the body matter index is flawed. Sure, don't introduce it to kids. That's fine. That's good. Uh, testing kids for their physical health, I think that's probably a good thing. You don't want... I don't know what you want. I don't know what anybody wants anymore. All I know is that when I had to do the, the mile run in fucking school... Well, the fastest kid was doing it in four four minutes and twenty seconds. I was like thirty six minutes. Sure. And you know what? Couldn't have given a flying fuck. No. Gord, gotta hurry up. No. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> I really don't because I don't care. <laughs> what is really? What what's the fact kid gotta run away from? The coronavirus? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not zombie training. <laughs> no, it really isn't. Yeah, should, should you have to run? Yes, I think you should. Are some kids going to run slower than others? Absolutely. Even when I was a slim kid, I couldn't run. <laughs> so everyone has different physical abilities. That's fine. That's a good thing. That kid's not going to be on the track team. So what? Maybe he'll be a great goalie. There's just ways to find differences in people. We don't. We're not. We don't all have to be the same. We really don't. Find and out what the fat kid's good at, and and fucking celebrate that. <laughs> Why do we have to? Ah, Jesus Christ. I'll make a point tomorrow. I'm too cold. (laughs) I have to figure out what I want to say about this because there's a lot more I want to say about it. This is the the problem. Again, what are we doing to those kids? We're lying. Stop lying. Now, here's something I'm not going to lie to you guys about, but if anybody has the chance, find this video. It's of a dude who got smoked by a fucking deer in a McDonald's parking lot. Yeah, I read about that. (laughs) Surveillance video is fucking hilarious. I'm loving it. He's literally just fucking walking. Boom, out of nowhere, deer fucking trampled him. Yeah, what do you got to say about that, PETA? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, It's so good. <laughs> Hi. Uh-oh. I think I'm going to be on the fucking hour and a half long break. Yeah, what time is it? God damn it. I did it to myself again. 8.30? Yeah, they take a break till 10 o'clock. Oh, fuck. Good times, good times. Well, I'm going to continue this little walk. Maybe I'll do another podcast. There you go. But... <laughs> I will let Gord go because it's very late for him, and I think we've covered just about everything we're going to cover here tonight. Not not our funniest episode, but they they can't all be. Some things are just really fucking upsetting. Mm-hmm. Fully agree. 
Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back with all kinds of funny tomorrow. Um, until then, don't listen to your body mass index. Don't listen to PETA. Certainly don't listen to fucking Madonna. And don't vote for Trump. I will be back to do this again with you guys tomorrow. We still have a whole lot of fucking shit to talk about. Uh, I want to delve very deeply into the new Batman because that's an hour-long fucking rant I could do too. So until then, take care of each other. Keep praying for the meteor. (laughs) <laughs> I tried. It just hit me in the head and hurt. I saw that shit, man. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, do all that stuff, the liking and the following and the whatnot. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, everybody. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Holy fuck, did I ever watch? Huh? Covered a lot of ground in two hours. Yeah. No doubt. I got far. I don't even know where I am. I'm on maternity. Holy shit. <laughs> I walked to fucking Scandia. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. When I was a kid, I never would have dreamed of walking to Scandia. It's like a mini golf place. It's been there forever. Oh, really? <laughs> Holy shit. I walked to like the edge of Kelowna. Holy fuck. That's crazy. Uh, hang on a second. Hold you there. Hang on a second. Just a minute. I want to see her. Uh, okay. How do you spell Kelowna? K E L O W N A. Got let me see. Okay. So there's Kelowna. Now, you're where? I am. What's the, what's the uh, golf, mini golf thing? Scandia. S-C-A-N-D-I-A. Scandia Golf and Games. There it is. Right off of 97. I am on 97, yeah. Right on 97. Seven. Okay. I walked from Richter, R I C H T E R, and 97. Uh, Richter. Where is. Now, where is Richter? Roughly. Uh, uh, a landmark would be. Ah, uh, what the fuck is there? Uh, 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 well, if you can find Scandia, you must be able to find the Canadian Western Bank. Well. Okay. Uh, on ninety-seven, are you walking, say, towards their airport, or? Yes, I'm walking toward the airport from the lake. So you came from. You said Candia? Follow follow 97 uh, away from the airport. Okay. Uh, There's Orchard Park Mall. Is that there? 
the easiest way is find the lake, Okanagan Lake. Well, isn't that the lake? You got if you if you got the lake, that would be uh. The lake. You got the lake? Yeah, I got the lake. Okay, uh, go up from the lake. It should go Pandozi, then Ethel, then Richter. Why does it not give me any areas? I see like Knox Mountain Park. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was a little closer than that, but not much. Well, Richter Street. There's Richter. Okay. I yeah. See Richter. Okay. So Richter and Highway 97 up to Scandia. Wow. That's a long fucking walk. Yeah. That's why I was kind of shocked when I looked up. I went, holy fuck. <laughs> wow. Now, I, where is your mom from here? Uh, out past the airport. Oh, it, really? Where it'll say either Winfield or Lake Country. See, it's not really giving me much service. So there's Kangaroo Creek Farm. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. uh, it's just past there. Oh, is it really? Um, I actually, it, uh, you could almost say that because uh, I posted that thing on Instagram and it said my location was Kangaroo Creek Farm. Oh, what's the name of your street? Old uh, Okanagan Center Road East. There's Old Vernon Road. I think it's further than that. I don't know where Old Vernon Road is. I think you want to go west of that. Or no, sorry, north. I don't know. I don't know my directions. There's some streets in here, but they don't show... Still Dry Valley Road? Uh, no. I know Beaver Lake, I think, or Beaver... Yeah, Beaver Lake is where I get off the bus. There's Elephant Lake. Um, it's, I don't know. If you don't have roads, I only know roads. <laughs> There's our siren. He came all the way from Vancouver just to do that for us. That's really funny. Um, what is a landmark in Winfield? I don't know. Coldstream helicopters? Oh. The Florida Flying Club? That would all be at the airport. Pretty much. Yeah, so I'm farther than that. I'm probably like a good 20 minutes past that driving. Oh. So you're up. Oops. Uh, what would be a thing that Google map? You're Google mapping. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know where Ellison Lake is, right? I sort of. Is I think, that above you or below you? I think that's below. I think that's one of the ones. There's so many goddamn lakes. Oh, there's Winfield. Holy shit, Winfield's way up there. Okay, there's Winfield. Yeah, my mom's in Winfield, right there. in like the center. 
So there's Okanagan Central Road East. Yeah. That's what that's what she's on. There's Beaver Lake Road. Yeah, Beaver Lake Road's where I catch the bus. Oh wow, okay. Oh, there's there's A and W Canada. It's a it's a it's an hour and a half bus ride basically to Christina's house. Wow. Really? Yeah, it's pretty gross. Jesus Christ. That's why I said, like when I was telling you to get downtown, it's not like I'm gonna walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are fucking kidding. Fuck yeah, distance and a half. Yep. And you probably walk a third of that. Yeah, I know. That's why I was surprised. I would never consider another four hours. You make it home. Yes. Well, I would never consider walking to Scandia. That that never would have crossed my mind. And I went to Scandia a lot. I fucking lived there when I was young. It's kind of wicked arcade. Well, used to. I don't know. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. My mom's way the fuck out there. Yeah, she is. And there is nothing there. There's the Kelowna Ogopogo radio controllers. <laughs> yep. The radio broadcasters. <laughs> are they radio broad? Or is that like a radio fucking plane, like remote controlled plane? No, it says radio broadcasters. Weird. They don't have, oh, hang on. K-O-R-C dot C-A. What is that? K-O-R-C. I'm going to the, that's, uh, oh, Kelowna Opofogo Radio Controllers. Yeah, so they are, yeah, they're a flying club. Yeah. So they do, oh, they got radio control. Yeah. It's a little mini radio control airplanes in Halifax. Yeah, yeah they're, uh, they're neat. <laughs> I always wanted one when I was a kid. My buddy Chris was into those things for a while. It's expensive, isn't it? Oh, very expensive. And not just expensive just to get them and get it up and running, but as soon as you do your first test flight, you're going to crash and ruin it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so it's really expensive. <laughs> That's why I see all these kids with drones, and they fucking, yeah, I got it. It comes out of the box. They fly it once, and the wing snaps off. And they're, ah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, you are not far off of that at all. And you can buy really expensive drones, like toy ones. You have a splash park there, too. Still? Three-way splash park? Huh. That must be new. Yeah. According to this, it's open until 10 o'clock at night. Oh, I'll head there right now. <laughs> that'll, that'll warm you up. <laughs> no, there was two here when I was a kid, but I think they're both, they're both shut down a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I'm standing right across the street from Scandia. Fuck. Waiting for a bus. It's probably never going to come. And then I get to stand at the university for an hour. Oh, that doesn't sound fun at all. I don't know why they take this stupid break. The bus that goes from the university to my mom's house uh, stops from 8.30 till 10. Yeah, what's the point of that? I have no idea. It, it's okay. but it's every night, and I keep fucking somehow like it's about the third or fourth time I've ended up going at this exact time, <laughs> and I keep telling myself not to do that. It just seems to always work out that way. 
Hello? 839? No, I think I missed it. I might be okay. Because I'll just get there at about 9.30 now. So, yeah, I think I'm all right. Oh, well, fingers crossed, my friend. I hope you do. Oh, yeah. I'll be fine. It's, it's actually not that bad right now. I think it warmed up, or I'm just getting numb. <laughs> it's probably a little bulk. <laughs> either way, it was better than the alternative, which is either make you wait until, like, 7.30 to start, or or deal with angry people who are clearly just angry because they don't have drugs. Oh, I sure. I would not have been able to wait until fucking 10.30 to start. So Yeah, I know. No, I'm glad um, we got it out of the way. A uh, couple of things. I don't know if you want to talk about this on the future podcast. Not, I'll leave it open for now. But, um, well, talking about world news, uh, 20 people were killed in Tanzania at a church stampede. Oh, yeah. Did you hear Did you hear exactly what happened with this? No. Oh, dude, listen to this. Uh, a crowd of worshippers were attending, attending a prayer ceremony on Saturday led by a popular preacher named Boniface Mbobosa. <laughs> um, the stampede occurred when he, when the guy who calls himself the apostle poured what he said was holy oil on the ground and told the people to, um, to the, he actually says something like, he told every he told everybody to basically touch the oil, and so there was this stampede. People were killed. People were injured. There's just a whole bunch of fucked up shit. The preacher fled the scene after the stampede, and the police ended up um, appealed to a, on broadcast on national television for him to turn himself in. And he was arrested in the port city later on the next day. Uh, so he literally, after causing this, he tried to run and tried to hide from it. Well, of course he did. Isn't that... Isn't how, that how does that not right there, how does that not cancel religion? Yep. Like, people died. <laughs> so you can cut some oil. Does that not just contradict everything about what you're, why you're there? I don't get it. You'll never be able to explain that to me. Yeah. The preacher physically told everybody in the crowd that was packed, like a packed crowd, and said, and he told every single person to place their foot on the spot where he poured the oil. And 20 people die so far. How do you turn around and explain that that's God's will? God wanted that to happen. Right? That was just insane. Why and, does that, and why does that make sense? I don't know. Oh, Jesus. I, it just goes to show, I mean, like, the fact that he caused it and then immediately ran away and hid, that's just, that's just deplorable. So well, that, it's the same with the Catholic priests, too. You know, they don't, they're under no misconception that what they're doing is wrong because they all get shipped off to some little island where no one can find them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well... And this one I'm still trying to figure out because uh, I, I don't understand this, but apparently in Canada, this is in Canada, um, concussions are becoming a significant risk as a workplace injury for teachers. 
What? Yeah. How? A couple of the examples. Uh, An educational assistant was monitoring recess when she was accidentally hit in the side of the head with a football. Okay, but come How often? She took four days off, went back to work, could go back to work. Um, There's... uh, Yeah, it, 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 there's just some stupid shit. I think we're, uh, we're getting a little out of hand with the concussion thing, I think. Mm-hmm. That's, like, I get it. It's it's worse than we thought it was 30 years ago. Sure, NFLers are fucking their heads up, getting smashed in the head day after day after day. Uh, one football to the head at recess isn't ending your career. No, exactly. I'm sure I had some bad ones when I was a kid that got overlooked. I guarantee I did. <laughs> Well, the British Columbia Teachers Federation reported that teachers had a much higher rate of claims for head injuries than the provincial average in 2018. Well, that's, uh, it's fucking Sidney Crosby's fault. <laughs> he just made it so easy to have a injury. Oh, my concussion. I got to take four fucking years off and still be the best player in the league. What? How does that work? But now everybody, it's just so easy now. We can fucking open a door and bang our head on a cupboard door. Oh, God, I have a concussion. I can't do anything for nine weeks. Shut up. The teachers, literally they're saying that, you know, I think more teachers are coming forward and saying, hey, it's not just happening on the soccer field. It's also happening at reset. Yeah, like teachers need one more fucking thing to whine about. Exactly. There's going to be another reason to strike. Um, and then there was, the, I don't know if you heard about this thing happened in London. Um, a man recently released from prison serving time for terrorism-related offenses strapped on a fake bomb and then stabbed two people on a busy London street on Sunday before being shot to death by police. I heard something about a guy with a fake bomb. I didn't hear the story, all that. That's what he did. Yeah, he had a fake bomb. He stabbed two people. And, uh, yeah, police fucking showed up and killed him. That was 20 years old. Well, at least they're creative in London. Yeah. Well, I mean, because he can't shoot people because the only cops are allowed to have guns. So. so you had to stab them. Yeah, well, that's how they came up with the fucking rent a van and drive over them thing. Right? Yeah. You can't get a gun, so we'll just drive over people. I don't fuck you. Well, you were going to get more and more terrorism for a little while. It, every time we bomb the Middle East, these guys tend to pop up. Yeah. And you never know. These, these guys, they don't have any, very many scruples about things, so they'll, they'll do some fucked up shit. <laughs> well, uh, that's a thing. You don't hear much about Iran right now. No, it's true. That, just, that disappeared pretty quickly. Ah, oh, Jesus. I don't like, I'm actually genuinely like, not just as a podcast personality. I don't like the way the world's going. I'm really like scared. Something mm-hmm. bad is about to happen. <laughs> yep. I completely agree. I, I don't know what it is. I'm, no. I'm looking forward to it and yet terrified at the same time. Oh, we're fine. <laughs> I think. 
as far as I can tell, by my like, best estimates, Canada's probably going to be okay. But but then everybody's going to come here for shelter and shit. And oh yeah, absolutely. It'll bring more disease with them. More fuck. I don't know. We're we're due for something. It's not going to be nine eleven. It's going to be something bad. Yeah. Like I say, I think this. I think this whole coronavirus. I think this is a test run. That makes a lot of sense. Like I, it's it's something. Yeah. It's either to cripple China, or it's China testing something. That actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Even if it's not China testing it, what if it's another country? What if it's the U.S.? What if it's somebody else testing it, using China as their thing since it's the highest populated, easiest to spread because they're everywhere? That would be the way to do it. And we don't know anything about them, and we don't trust them. And you do anything there and pin it on them, we're going to buy it. Yep. The next thing will be, I'd say, I, again, give it maybe two years. I think the next big one will be something for um, in India, since they're everywhere too. Could be. That's uh, my thought. Although waiting to release it to the world, man, that's that'll be it. India has done pretty well for themselves, as pretending they like us and they're subservient and they just work in our call centers and they're happy about it. Yeah, but the thing is, is but they're constantly traveling back and forth. All their family, everybody's always traveling to see each other. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> They're high travel people. So I think this is, that's what they're doing. They're hitting who's the biggest travelers, who's got the biggest populations with the biggest travelers that are everywhere. Oh, yeah. China, China and India are the two biggest. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe this isn't going the way they planned because China contained it too quickly. Yeah. That's why they're trying to make a scare out of the people that are, that made it out. Yeah, maybe. They didn't plan on the China so quickly containing 16,000 of them over 20 now that's funny <laughs> I'll keep an eye on it because it's it's definitely not the virus is not the story no something else is we gotta oh. figure out what to do alright I'm just getting on a bus okay alright man you have safe travels thank you sir and uh, I'll talk to you probably tomorrow alright man yeah definitely absolutely <laughs> All right, thanks, buddy. All right, bro. Have a good night. night.